Welcome back to We Wonder Lent. All season long, we have been following Jesus through the Gospel of Mark. And now we are at the end of the fourth week in Lent. The road from Galilee to Jerusalem has been long, and danger is closing in on Jesus. But still he says to us, follow me. Today we are continuing in Mark chapter 11. Jesus has entered Jerusalem, and now he's going to go up to the temple. I wonder if everyone is watching him closely to see what he will do next. Before we begin, let's get ready to listen to God's good words together. Can we make some quiet space in our bodies and in our hearts? Take a couple of deep breaths. Can I let my busy thoughts slow down? Can I let my body rest right where I am? Can I make space for God's Holy Spirit to come close to me right now? Will you pray with me? Come, Holy Spirit, and help us see Jesus. Give us the grace to follow where he leads. Our reading today is Mark chapter 11, verses 12 through 26. The next day, as Jesus and his disciples were leaving Bethany, they were hungry. Not too far away, he saw a fig tree. It was covered with leaves. He went to find out if it had any fruit. And when he reached it, he found nothing but leaves. It was not the season for figs. Then Jesus said to the tree, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard him say it. When Jesus reached Jerusalem, he entered the temple courtyard. He began to drive out those who were buying and selling there. He turned over the tables of the people who were exchanging money. He also turned over the benches of those who were selling doves. He would not allow anyone to carry items for sale through the temple courtyard. Then he taught them. He told them, It is written that the Lord has said, My house will be called a house where people from all nations can pray, but you have made it a den for robbers. The chief priests and the teachers of the law heard about this. They began looking for a way to kill Jesus. They were afraid of him because the whole crowd was amazed at his teaching. When evening came, Jesus and his disciples left the city. In the morning, as Jesus and his disciples walked along, they saw the fig tree. It was dried up all the way down to the roots. Peter remembered. He said to Jesus, Rabbi, look, the fig tree you put a curse on has dried up. Have faith in God, Jesus said. What I'm about to tell you is true. Suppose someone says to this mountain, go and throw yourself into the sea. They must not doubt in their heart. They must believe that what they say will happen, and it will be done for them. So I tell you, when you pray for something, believe that you have already received it, then it will be yours. And when you stand praying, forgive anyone you have anything against. Then your Father in heaven will forgive your sins. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. These are the words that God has given us to hear today. 
God has seen to it that each of us is here and listening right now. And God is here with every single one of us right now. Can we talk with God about what we have seen and heard? Yesterday, Jesus came into Jerusalem for the first time. People welcomed him like Israel's king. They sang, Hosanna, come save us. And we welcome God's kingdom. Now, Jesus is coming back into the city and he walks straight up to the temple. I wonder what people were hoping he would say and do there. Can I put myself in the crowds that might have followed him into the temple courtyard? Maybe I'm hoping he will teach us. Or maybe he will announce that God's kingdom is here and together we will take our city back from the Romans. But suddenly he begins knocking over tables and chasing people away. Coins are scattering across the ground. Birds are flapping everywhere. They're shouting and animal noises and confusion. I wonder how it would feel to see Jesus coming into this holy place and then begin to turn everything upside down. Jesus says that the temple was first built to be a place where people from all nations could come and learn to worship God. But it has become more like a den for bandits. I wonder how the temple and the things that were happening there kept people out instead of welcoming them in to come close to God. In Jesus' time, robbers' dens were places where people would gather and plot about how they would rob and fight back against the Roman soldiers in their country. They planned how they would kill the strong outsiders who had taken over their land. These robbers, these bandits, wanted the temple and all of Jerusalem to belong to Israel and Israel alone then it would truly be God's kingdom. I wonder why Jesus is so angry about this picture of the kingdom of God. I wonder why Mark tells us this story about the fig tree alongside the story of the temple. I wonder how the dried up fig tree that will not provide healthy fruit to people ever again is like the temple.
Jesus also teaches his disciples to be bold and confident when they pray for God's good kingdom to come. I wonder, when Jesus points to a mountain and says that they can pray for it to be thrown into the sea, if he's pointing at the Temple Mount, I wonder if his disciples believed then that God really would make a new way for them to come close and worship. I wonder if we can be bold and confident when we pray because Jesus has already accomplished everything we need to come close to God. It can be hard to pray with the kind of confidence that Jesus describes. I don't always believe that what I need from God has already been done for me or that I have already received it. Can I talk with God about that right now? Are there any words or pictures or moments in this story that I want to ask God about or that I want to carry with me into the rest of my day? Will you pray with me? Jesus of Nazareth, Son of God, thank you that we have a book filled with your words and deeds. Give us the wisdom and understanding that comes from your Holy Spirit so that we can know you better and follow you all the days of our lives. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen.